You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. I am Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. And I have an amazing show for you today. I have a very sweet, lovely, lovely gal with me today. We're going to be talking about some real good stuff um, with regards to trauma. And so, as I like to say, Please take this time to find a nice place to sit, get something to write with, a pad, a paper, pencil, pen, your favorite beverage, Uh, tell the family to give you some time for a little bit, and just really enjoy the moment that we are going to share with you with regards to our conversation. And if you are not a subscriber to the show, please subscribe to the show. And then also I ask that you share this show with everyone you love and care about, because the more that we can get this information out into the world, the easier it will be to make the world a better place. And we talk about some really yummy, wholesome, good things. And my guests always drop nuggets of gold that you want to capture. So while you're doing that, let me take care of some business. I want to thank our first sponsor, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. They focus on helping you to unlock your bliss by balancing the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and well, so that you can have and live the life of your dreams. In addition to that, you hold some wonderful events called the Brave, Bold, and Unstoppable Women's Summit. And if you are a brave, bold, and unstoppable woman, then you need to be in the house at their events. If you want to be a brave, bold, and unstoppable woman, you need to be in the house at their events. And if you're feeling apologetic, apologetic for being a brave, bold, and unstoppable woman, you still need to be in the house at their events. So check out Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter you.com, or you can go directly to the event site, which is www.unstoppable-womens-summit.com. And the other sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated, a telecommunications installation company that is uh, woman-owned, minority-owned, located in the heart of Silicon Valley. They focus on small, medium, and large corporations, helping them to have the absolute most essential, effective network distribution so that when you go out to reach and connect with your customers, you're able to do that and make that connection right the first time. They specialize in voice, data, fiber optic cabling, wireless access points, modems, routers, audio, video speakers, monitors, whatever you need, they have it and they can install it for you professionally, efficiently, and within the time scope that you need. So check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. So now you've had some time to gather your information uh, as far as your little notepad and your something to write with your favorite beverage and your place to sit and tell the family to give you a few moments because I'm bringing it to you with my guest, who is an amazing, amazing lady. She is Dr. Tony 
Warner. And let me tell you about Dr. Tony Warner. She is a licensed and seasoned brain spotting certified psychotherapist, which is a big word. And I know it's scary to some of y'all because you're like, oh, she's going to be analyzing me. I'm probably thinking she's going to be analyzing me too. I don't care because she's fabulous. Success strategist and leadership mentor, passionate educator, dynamic speaker, best selling author and devoted mom of four. And her baby, I just I fell in love with her baby when I when I saw that baby, I just fell in love with that baby. She's dedicated to herself, to the exploration of human behavior, purpose, and potential with a mission to facilitate more meaningful connections and contributions in both the workplace and the home space so that we collectively as individuals can live more healing and united rather than hurting and divided. Now, Tony has a master's in education, a master's in clinical social work, and a doctorate girl and human sexuality. And she is the founder of Authentically Me Psychotherapy, which is a private practice specializing in anxiety, bipolar, and trauma support. And so Dr. Tony is in the house. And I'm doing that today. I don't know why, but it just feels like woof, 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 woof. Go girl, go girl. Oh uh, yeah, I'm being animated. A little off the, little off, I, too much water today. <laughs> How are you, Dr. Tony? Oh, I'm so glad to be here. You know, Rochelle, when you and I met, and it wasn't that long ago, we just had such an authentic conversation. And that just speaks to my soul. So I'm, I'm really excited to be here just to have a conversation with you. And I know that there's going to be so much that others are going to benefit from this conversation we have today. I, I agree. And you know what, you guys, I'm looking at this beautiful girl because I told you I fell in love with the baby and I've only saw the baby, the baby, the baby. I love that baby. She just was just, just a beautiful baby. But I'm like, you know what, Tony, you act, Dr. Tony, you actually look like he could be my child. So I'm just going to adopt you today. Not from your parents, but you got a second or third or fifth mama, you know what I mean? And then that little baby, oh my goodness, the little baby got a, she, I'm going to be her auntie, not a grandma. I'm going to be her auntie. <laughs> just jump in and get real started right away with this beautiful conversation. Um, how can high achievement be beneficial and incredibly harmful to us human beings? Mm. Wow. It's a hard one, isn't it? I think that probably folks that are listening in, many of them, because I know I, I certainly you know, fall into that category of being a high achiever, can understand, can resonate with this sense of feeling the pressure to do well, whether that is to do well as a parent, to perform well at work, to uh, excel um, in your business, or if you're a student or whatever, if this does not discriminate, right? So the, the pressure to want to, I hesitate to use the word perfect, because there is a lot of conversation around perfectionism and, and perfectionism certainly can be one of the ways this manifests this conversation we're going to have around trauma and achievement. But if you don't fall, if you feel like you don't tick all the boxes of perfectionism or you don't tick all the boxes of this, this imposter syndrome piece, you, you know, if you do tick all the boxes, you're definitely in the right place, but you don't have to tick all the boxes for that stuff to feel the pressure, mm. right. To need to achieve, to, to need to achieve. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to do well in life. Who doesn't want to feel successful? I mean, come on, right? Like who doesn't want that? We, we all want that. Yeah. 
right? But when that pressure becomes internalized to the point of it meaning something about our worth, about our sense of self, about our identity and who we are really allowed to be in this world, it becomes so incredibly painful. And it's like that cat chasing the mouse, mouse kind of kind of analogy. It's, it's like going around and around or the hamster on the wheel going around and around. doesn't matter how much effort you put into trying to achieve. It doesn't matter how hard you work. And it doesn't even matter how many goals you do or don't hit. You could hit them all. You could hit none of them. And you'll still feel like you're going around and around and around because you can't ever actually get to that point where that thing makes you feel better about you. It's never actually enough. Ooh, you know what? Um, you brought some stuff up for me because, you know, I've, um, I'm that person, type A, and a perfectionist. I mean, I've gotten much better over the years. So I had a lot of practice. But it was like I would strive to be successful, <clears throat> and I always want to be the best, you know. And I think it probably is, it definitely stems from childhood stuff, right? Childhood uh, trauma that was placed upon me. Um, that you don't even know is happening as a kid, right? But um, definitely want to be the best. And as soon as I would achieve a success, I'm on to the next thing. I didn't even, I wouldn't even sit with it. I didn't even recognize it. Other people would say, you're so successful. You've done everything. Everything you've set out to do, you've accomplished. And to me, it was like, it was, the, it was less words like, meh, 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 meh. Okay, I'm on to this next thing, you know? I never took the time to appreciate the gift of success and how driven I was to acquire that success. And so I could totally see how that could be very traumatizing to people um, such as myself, when you have an epiphany about it, it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, I have had these successes and I never ever got to celebrate them because as soon as I accomplished something, I was off to the next success. And so it became this constant being on the hamster wheel continually. And, um, and it, it was an awakening when I had a moment, it was an awakening. And so when you said that, I'm like, Ooh, she, she must be talking to me. Cause she, 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 who told her about me, you know, because it, it's so true, but I know there's a, a millions of people out there that are, are caught in that and they really don't stop and appreciate their successes, which can be very traumatic later on in life. And so I want to ask you with regards to this, this, success and this being on this hamster wheel of of accomplishing success but not recognizing and and holding in that grace for yourself for the successes you've accomplished what ways does this trauma show up in high achievers lives such as myself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well you know when i was younger i never really felt like there was a place for me for many reasons which we wouldn't have time to go into today but for many reasons which many people can probably relate to Although when you're in it, you feel alone and you don't feel like anybody can relate to you. And so unknowingly, I learned that if I could, could do for other people um, or if I could work really hard to prove myself, then for a short period of time, I felt wanted or at least of benefit, right, of value in some way. And so ultimately what led to 
what that led to patterns in my life of me working really hard, pushing myself really hard, having codependent relationships without realizing it. And so I did achieve all my air quotes, right? Lofty goals. By the time I was 30, I had my third child. I had earned my doctorate, owned my own home, owned my own car, had gotten married, what many people call the American dream. And I wasn't fulfilled. And so one of the things that you'll notice is that, yeah, maybe you get a lot done. Maybe you don't, depends on where you fall on the spectrum. But if you're falling in this, this place of high achievement, like you and I, Rochelle, you probably get a lot done, right? You probably accomplished a lot. Go, go, go. Very dependable, very reliable, right? Like it's it's often the sense of like, I got this, right? And that isn't doesn't all have to be bad or wrong. But when we are doing that all of the time and we're not feeling a sense of fulfillment, something's off, right? Like mm-hmm. something is off balance. And you may not feel a sense of fulfillment in, in maybe in your marriage or in your dating relationships, your intimate relationships. You may not feel a sense of fulfillment within yourself. You may not f- uh, feel a sense of fulfillment as a parent or the role that you're taking on as a caregiver. You may not feel a sense of fulfillment um, in your educational career or your business career, right? And so where you're feeling the offness, where you're not feeling that sense of fulfillment, it's going to look different, a little bit different for each of us because we're all unique individuals. But that is a huge, huge, huge common denominator that I see and hear and I myself felt, right? Is this sense of, yeah, I'm doing it. In fact, I've done it. But why am I not feeling fulfilled. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when COVID happened, um, you know, we saw uh, a lot of stuff that came out uh, with regards to people and their psyche. And you saw some people that were very successful, very, very successful, at least in our eyes, commit suicide. Mm -hmm. And you would think, like, how could this person commit suicide? They have wealth, they have notoriety, they have a, what appears to be a great business or whatever. Their life looks glamorous. Everybody will, you know, who wouldn't want that? Um, but you, I think what you just said speaks to the heart and soul. You know, some people like you and I, we realize, oh yeah, we're your high achievers and we didn't sit with it, but you know, we're on to the next or whatever. But we, we realize at a point that we can't continue denying the successes we've had or the achievement we've made and move on because in that essence that when that gap where we move on we've lost something we've lost something and these people that committed this suicide they lost something and they couldn't recover they couldn't rediscover what that was that they lost so they decided to check out and you hear that time and time again you know some of the most successful people are some of those saddest people in the world and us on the outside looking at them is like, how could that be? But you, I think you hit the nail on the head. So when it comes to anybody listening to us or watching us, and they may be feeling that they're in that gap, what is a key indicator, the key indicator that if you're in this gap and you're feeling this way, you should maybe seek out something, someone to help you because that trauma could potentially become a life threat for you. I want to speak to a couple of things that you said there, because um, I think that you just you said a lot of things that maybe hit for a lot of people, myself, you know, myself included. I can resonate with some of what you just shared. Um, you know, one is that suicide rates 
are incredibly high amongst achievers. If you look at medical doctors, their statistics are high. Service providers such as myself, a psychotherapist, people in the health and professions, those rates are high. Um, also adolescents, unfortunately, teenagers have a lot of pressure on themselves and students that are feeling that pressure, that force um, to excel, right? And so there is absolutely that pressure there. I'm, I have so much passion about the need to redefine what success is um, because our collective social definition of success being this outward picture perfect financially up like just crazy money out the wazoo is that's the form of success like is just bs and i think we need to call bs on that you can have financial success and not feel successful in your life that is like that's just not how it works otherwise we would be saying that you know so what basically what we're saying is success means that if you if financial success means all is good right you just need money and then your life is perfect. And we know that that is not the case. It just isn't. And so when I was in college, I was up for a ton of awards. I had um, just, I have a ton of like accolades. I was involved in a ton of things. I was a residence assistant. I was blah, 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 great GPA, all this stuff. Um, and I was 302'd. And for those that don't know what that means, in the state of Pennsylvania, it means you are required to stay in the hospital for an attempt to for a suicidal attempt, right? And I wrote about that in in the first book that I wrote is a co-authored book. So I wrote one of the chapters and I wrote a bit about my experience there. No one would have known. In fact, many people still don't know, even like some people that knew me back then, they still, still don't know because outwardly I looked really successful. I looked really put together. I looked like I had a really great life and I was really, really good at things and I was social, right? Like. But that is not success. Not if we're talking about success as a form of internal fulfillment and peace within ourselves, right? That is not success. I think we need to redefine that for ourselves. Um, and so, you know, I, I can't say that there's one particular thing that any of us can do as far as a cookie cutter formula or anything like that. But there are a few kind of overarching things that I think we can do. Um, and one is to be willing to explore the parts of ourselves that we have maybe been hesitant to explore, which can be really hard. <laughs> Girl, you're up a can of worms right now. <laughs> but there's, if we've been avoiding it or numbing ourselves to it or pushing ourselves really hard away from it for whatever reason, like there's probably a reason why. And listen, I'm not going to say that's bad or wrong because it served you for some reason before, right? You, whatever way you learned how to cope helped you get through whatever it was that you got through and, and get to where you're at now. So we don't need to make that bad or wrong. But what I will say is if you're pushing yourself really hard and you're still not feeling fulfilled in various aspects of your life or within yourself, then maybe, right? Maybe this is the time to begin to say, you know, what is it that I'm really wanting to avoid? Or what is it that I'm feeling numb to? I can't even feel it. I can't, maybe I can't feel my emotions. Maybe I can't even get in touch with my body. Maybe I can't allow myself to get close intimately with someone else without putting up the defenses or without shutting it down. Like, where is that in your life? Notice that. And then just begin to get curious about what, what am I worried about? What am I scared of? 
And that might not be something that some of us are able to do on our own right away. And that's okay too. There is a lot of benefit in being willing to ask for some support. That also can be hard. I love it. That's the, I was going to say. So if there's a person that is, you know, out there watching, listening to us and what we're saying is resonating with you or it's resonating, um, the hardest thing to do is admit that you have and you need some help. You have an issue and you need some help in this capacity, particularly when on the outside, everybody looking at you sees, I want to be just like Dr. Tony. I want to be like Rochelle Marie. Um, how does that person take that first step? Because that's a very hard. It's almost like, you know, a drug addict that wants to stop shooting up heroin and they know they need to, but that first step is so very hard. How do they take that first step? Do you have any words of inspiration or wisdom to share? Yes. What I'll say is this, you can only hold out for but so long. So when you are ready to take that first step, so my readiness was diff is going to be different than your readiness level. Mm -hmm. um, I needed to start out, um, basically getting so knocked down that I was required to get help, which is how I wound up in the hospital. Mm. Right. And so if you don't, if you don't take that step now, that's okay. It will get more challenging and it will get to a place where you will either feel compelled to reach out or you will feel like you have no other option. Mm. And of course you don't want anyone to get to that place where they feel like they don't have any other option. Like my experience was, but Sometimes that, sometimes that is, you know, the, that is what happens. And I don't want anyone listening in to make themselves bad or wrong for whatever you are experiencing right now and wherever you are in your journey, which is why I'm choosing my words kind of, uh, choosing, right, right? Yeah. because it's not, it's just, it's quite simply not going to look the same for each of us. And, and so if you're not sure, if you have a question mark right now, then maybe self-exploration is a good place to start. Like, so my book, The Reset, A High Achiever's Guide to Freedom and Fulfillment, it has prompts in there for you that allows you to personalize it, allows you to customize it so that it's not cookie cutter. It's designed for you to make it your own, right? And that could be the place where you begin. And if not that one, then you, wherever you want to begin, but that could be a place for you to begin. And then you might get a specific nugget out of that. Like, I didn't realize that I am scared. I'm not scared. I am petrified of being judged by other people. And that's connected to a trauma, right? That I experienced or trauma or, or this, a really toxic relationship that I experienced during childhood, which by the way, translates to trauma. But so I want to begin there. And now at least you have a beginning part of when I go to speak to a therapist or I go to speak to whatever professional I want to work with, this is what I noticed. And this is where I want to begin. Because sometimes it's hard to begin because you just don't know where to begin. You've been right. avoiding it for so long. You're like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel good. Or not even, you know, like, I don't know what to say. Right. So if you mm -hmm. begin with some exploration, it can maybe give you that, that bit of information. That's just enough for you to say, Oh, that, that's where I want to begin. Oh, that, that's where I'm curious about. Oh, that, oh, that hurts. That's where I want to speak up and say like, Oh, this is hurting me. Oh, I love it. Wow. I, I love it. Do you, 
what is your thoughts with regards to us high achieving people um, that, you know, get in this hamster wheel, I want to say, is it often related to something from our childhood that made us feel some type of way? And now we've gone through life, you know, trying to circumvent what was said to us or what was done to us or, you know, by, by doing this high achievement stuff. Is it, is it often tied to something that happened in our childhood um, from so your experience? It, it is tied to the foundation that has been laid. And so in that sense, yes, it's tied to childhood, but or develop your developmental years, generally speaking, Unless you have had, um, you know, a trauma in your older adult years, and then you, you know, that continued on to affect you. But we all have a, the, we can all understand that there's a foundation underneath a building that's being built, right? And so the way the foundation is set up is going to affect the things that are built upon it. And so our developmental years, our brains are developing, our, it's not just our body that's developing, our sense of ourselves is developing our sense of who am I in this world is developing our sense of what's safe in relationships and what's not is developing, right? All of that's developing. And so if our perception is that being who we are or not being a certain way, not fitting in a certain way is going to cause rejection or is going to leave us alone and having to deal with life by ourselves or is going to make us bad. Other people are going to think we're bad or we're going to be, we're going to think we're bad because of what we've seen. Then that can be encoded as trauma. And when something's encoded as trauma in our foundation, it affects how our brain and body develops. Mm. It does not just go away because we avoid it. It does not go away. Often it compounds itself, right? Like that snowball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Very powerful. Very powerful information. Um, I want to ask you now, what redefining success and balance has to do, or let, let me let me change the question up a bit. How do we take the first steps in redefining, redefining success and balance so that we can have a happier, healthier life? even if we're still constantly achieving things. What, what, what is your take on that? Or what would you say to that? I think that that's an important question for all of us to ask ourselves, actually. Because if I tell you how to redefine balance now, I'm just contributing to the problem. Because what I'm doing is I'm saying that you need to define balance and, and, and success through my lens. And I think that's where we are are struggling. That's where we are creating an, an issue for so many people because they're looking outwardly at society, at religion, at uh, our educational system, at whatever this external thing is that's measuring their success and saying, oh, well, I have to be this way or perform this way in order to be considered successful. Um, and so if I do that, then my life will be balanced. I'll be good, right? Like, I got, you know, I got that. But that's just not how it works. And it's fine for that to be the case, like for, for systems to have their own threshold for standards to be set elsewhere. But that doesn't mean we have to internalize that and make them our own, right? We don't need to do that. And so what I would say is ask yourself, this is what I, I do my, I do this often because sometimes my definition 
or my response, it shifts a little bit depending on what I'm experiencing and how I'm growing and evolving. But what, what would it look like or what would it feel like? What would need to happen for you to feel successful with yourself today? I like that. Let me ask myself, how do I, how, how would I be able to, at the end of the day today, be able to look back and say, I can say, honestly, I feel like a success in my own eyes today. Not many people are doing that. Mm -mm. No. Oh man. I I love this. I mean, it's so it's so good to talk about stuff like this because for one, I don't think it's talked about enough. And there are a lot of people suffering in silence and there may be some watching us or listening to us and they're suffering. But I think the dialogue and opening up and having conversations like this is so very therapeutic because there are some people probably like me or, you know, that are were high achievers and didn't even realize that they're caught in this hamster wheel you know, and now today we've shined a light on it. So we give them an opportunity to say, you know what? You know, those two ladies was talking about, you know, I saw myself in that. And I never saw myself that way before. So now that I see myself in this, you know, this, now I can take steps or it opens up more awareness for me to be able to say, you know, I want to change some things. And like you said, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I felt so successful. But at the beginning of the day, it's like, what can I do today so that I feel successfully whole in mind, body, and spirit? Not the external success that people see, but the internal success that I need to feel in order to feel whole. I love, love, love that. It's so awakening and it's so nurturing to the soul. And it just feels, it just feels really, really, really good to have this conversation with you. And dang, we're at the, you know, just, it's almost like, it's just almost like when you add the, the, you know, go out to dinner and you have the appetizer and then you have the main meal and you're like, oh, this is so good. You eat and like, oh, I'm so full. And then they bring the dessert and you're like, man, <laughs> you know what? I really, I really probably shouldn't eat this dessert, but I'm going to order one anyways, because I'm going to have a little taste and then I can bag it up and take it home with me. <laughs> where we're at it's like i've got to bring dr tony back because we had the appetizer we had the main meal we just getting to the dessert and it's like it's so full and it's so nourishing and it's so nurturing to our mind body spirit our souls but you know we're at the end of our time and so you all that are listening watching i'm going to bring dr tony back because we got to continue this conversation because i think these conversations are so important particularly in the day and age that we live, it's so different than the early part of the 2000s or the 90s or the 80s or the 70s, you know, where I grew up. It's it's so, so different. And things have changed so much with regards to everything you do can be put out on blast. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You could be the most successful person in the world and you're really not. You know what I'm saying? You're really not. Um, you can appear to have everything and just be popping and cracking if everybody thinks you're feeling fabulous. But deep down inside, when that camera's off and nobody's seeing you, you're in the corner of your bedroom crying because you don't feel happy. You don't have peace. You don't feel that joy. 
And so these conversations are important. And I think the more that we have this stuff, the more that we put it out on blast as the kids say, I don't even know if they say that. I may be dating it, date myself, like my, my kids say, but they old now too. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's so important for the mental health and well-being of our children, of the teens, of the young adults, and even adults like us. It's so important for our mental health to have these, these conversations. So I want to thank you, Dr. Tony, for the work that you're doing, for your words of wisdom that you shared and tapping into some real stuff. I want to say the other S word, but I'm going to keep it clean. Some real stuff because it's, um, it's, it's definitely powerful. And to all of you watching, so Dr. Tony, before we go, how can people find out more about you, get in touch with you, all of that good stuff? I think the easiest way is if you want to, if everyone's on YouTube that's joining us on YouTube today, so you can head over to Bold and Balance with Dr. Tony and you can check out things there. You can actually click to drtonywarner.com. You can ask questions for free. Um, and I will pick the ones that are going to serve the collective the most and I'll answer them free on YouTube as well. So there's lots of ways to connect and be able to continue this conversation. And what about your book? How can they get a copy of that book? It's on Amazon, easiest place to get it, but it's also on bn.com for Barnes and Nobles. So wherever you like to get your books, be it Amazon or elsewhere, you can catch it over there. Perfect. Thank you, Dr. Tony, for being a guest on the Blissful Living Podcast. I appreciate you and all the work that you're doing and those beautiful babies that you have four she got four babies beautiful babies and to all of you thank you for watching listening and enjoying our uh, enjoying i don't know if you enjoyed it but hopefully you enjoyed our conversation if you love this show please subscribe to the show and share this show particularly this show with everyone you love and care about because you have people in your life that need to hear what we talked about and you may not know it and they may not ever tell you but by sharing this show you may change the trajectory of their life put them in a much better place. So please share this show with everyone. And I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living For You at blissfullivingforyou.com. Again, check out if you're interested in being a brave, bold, and unstoppable woman summit attendee, check out how you can get access to that event. And to All Day Cable Incorporated, if you're looking for that great telecommunications installation company, they are your ticket. And uh, I'm going to close out and saying I'm wishing you peace to your mind wellness to your body and tranquility to your spirit. I am the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And until next time, I'm wishing you healthy, wealthy, positive, and loving thoughts. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on BlissfulLivingForYou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.